When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, final hour of the President's Day edition of the program. A lot of people off today, rolling through with a brand new program for you guys, however, is what we do. And uh, I wanted to mention to you that Buck has returned to United States soil. He was in the South Pacific on his honeymoon, and he's scheduled to be with me tomorrow. Back in uh, the the show, presuming, I always have to say presuming because of what the travel situation has been like for many of you out there trying to go anywhere, uh, there still is some travel to be done. But back in United States, uh, back on United States soil, looking forward to being back with him tomorrow, finding out how that honeymoon went. Um, as we've been discussing, encourage you to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a moment. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton's name. Tens of millions of you are downloading the podcast every single month on throughout the year, and we appreciate all of you who are doing that. And we started off the program talking about the incredible disconnect between Joe Biden's focus on the Ukrainian border while ignoring, by and large, what is going on at our own southern border. And I asked the question, how would you like to have seen $100 billion of your taxpayer dollars spent? Would you have rather that money gone to protect Americans and our southern border? Or would you rather have spent $100 billion on Ukraine? And I asked the larger question, by the way, 90, let me look at the exact most recent number here so I get it 100% right. But somewhere around 95% of you with 20,000 votes cast said, you know what? I'd rather have the money spent on the United States border. 94% of you with right at 20,000 votes cast in the first uh in the first hour or so of that vote being up, right at 94% of you are saying you'd rather see the 100 billion spent here. And then as we were going to break, I was asking you to think about a question. How would we react 
if 60,000, because that's the latest number, 60,000 Russian soldiers had been killed and 200,000 had been killed or wounded and much of the uh, both killing and the maiming, the wounding that is going on was being done by a foreign adversary providing all that money. Well, one way to think about it is this is why Trump killed Soleimani in Iraq as he was traveling from Iran, because the Iranians were helping to fund the weapons that were being used to kill and maim American soldiers in Iraq, and Trump said, we're not going to stand for that anymore. We're going to defend United States troops, even though Iran is not directly, necessarily, causing those deaths. They're providing all the weapons that are leading to those deaths. And so something that I would ask all of you to think about, as it feels to me like we inch closer and closer every day to a major global conflagration that could potentially lead to World War III, how would we react in America right now if 60,000 Americans were dead and 200,000 Americans were wounded and one of our foreign adversaries, let's say it was Russia, China, or Iran, just to pick three, if they said, oh, tough break, America, well, that's we didn't have anything to do with that. And we said, wait a minute, all the 60,000 Americans and the 200,000 woundings, all of that was occurring because you guys, Iran, China, or Russia, had provided the materials, the weapons that allowed that to occur. Would we consider those countries to be non-combatants? I think the answer is no. And the reason why I bring it up is, imagine that you're in Russia right now. Let's leave aside whether you even care about the legitimacy of the war itself. But rather, you're just dealing with those casualties, 60,000 dead, 200,000 wounded. What percentage of those deaths and of those injuries in combat are directly related to American combat materials. Guns, bombs, maybe soon fighter jets, but in the meantime, tanks. A third, a quarter, a half, maybe higher. Wouldn't you consider, if you were Russia and the United States, to be a combatant in this battlefield right now? And again... Take it outside of Russia if it makes it easier and just presume that the United States was engaged in military action. 60,000 of our troops were dead. 200,000 had been wounded or killed. And Iran, China, or Russia had provided the war weaponry that allowed that to occur. Wouldn't we all consider them to be enemy combatants? Would it make a big difference to us who was actually pulling the trigger if they had given $100 billion in assets that allowed 60,000 of our troops to be dead? I'm going to be honest with you. I would consider Russia or Iran or China to be combatants in that scenario. And then imagine if their head of state traveled to that battleground and spent the day bragging about how much of an ally they were with the country that had been killing us. How would you respond? I'm just going to be honest with you. Again, 
I think a big part of contemplating where things are going is taking it outside of the American mindset and thinking about it from the Russian mindset. Wouldn't you be out for blood if you were Russia? Wouldn't you be trying to figure any way out that you could with your Iranian and Chinese allies to extract pain on the United States for what we're doing? Because make no mistake, what Joe Biden is trying to argue right now is, oh, we're not involved. We don't have boots on the ground. But that line of what classifies as involvement keeps moving closer and closer to boots on the ground. And I'm not trying to defend Russia in any way. I'm just asking you to think as an American how you would want to respond if this situation was occurring to America. You'd want to F up. Sorry, the the phrasing there. You'd want to F up Russia. You'd want to F up China. You'd want to F up Iran. We know because Trump did it when he killed Soleimani based on them providing the materials that allowed Americans to be killed. Well, when we're given $100 billion to Ukraine to kill Russians, I got to be honest with you, that's a level of culpability to me that in, that that makes America officially, I think at this point, probably for months now, an actual combatant in this battle, even if we aren't providing yet troops on the ground. And given the fact that we're now in a quagmire and we've got Joe Biden walking around in Ukraine, it feels to me like every single day it becomes closer and closer to the United States being directly involved in this battle. And if you're Russia and you're reaching out to China and you're reaching out to Iran and you are saying you hate the United States, the way to get back at the United States is to stand with us against Ukraine. At what point does this become a larger battlefield? Are we already there? And are we setting ourselves up to be attacked in some way? because of our increasing involvement there, and frankly, what I think is a cocky move by Joe Biden to go show up in Ukraine. Now, I think it's misguided because I care about America and our borders way more than I do Ukraine, but I just want all of you out there to think about how you would respond. I used to do this test because I think it's so important. When I would do sports talk radio, there were always scandals, and... What I found was overwhelmingly people would defend whatever their favorite team or their favorite player did, and it didn't matter at all what the details were. And so I would say, okay, okay. Instead of Ohio State doing it, pretend that Michigan did it. How would you respond? And they'd be like, well, that, that's totally different. Well, why is it totally different? Well, because I hate Ohio. <laughs> you know, I hate Ohio State. I'm a Michigan fan, or I hate Michigan. I'm an Ohio State fan. So pretend that what is happening to Russia right now is happening to the United States. 60,000 dead, 200,000 wounded, most recent estimates. And all of it was being done based on Russian military support. Would you really care who was pulling the trigger? Or would you say, I want revenge, I'm out for blood, they're killing my compatriots? 
I think we have to be prepared. I'm just saying. I think we have to be prepared at some point in the near future. This is my prediction. For Russia to strike back at us through either Iran or China to send a message that we have crossed over from neutral party to direct combatant. I don't know what that will look like. I don't know what that will entail. All I know is that's what we would do in this scenario. And that's why I expect at some point Russia may well do it. So, if that happens, what is the American response? Probably going to be what it's already been. Every single day, we get a little bit closer to being direct combatants in Ukraine. And every single day, East Palestine, nobody cares. Southern border, tens of thousands of people coming across. So bad, the northern border is now falling apart. Remember, if you keep in mind... My general thesis that everything Joe Biden touches turns to crap. It's the Bidus touch. Things are about to get, I think, far worse in terms of what's going on in Ukraine. And you can understand why Russia would be reaching out and seeking allies among people who hate America because they believe that we have entered into a direct war with them and we're pretending that we're not. If you keep handing somebody brass knuckles and they punch somebody in the face with them, at some point, it's hard to say you're not involved in the fist fight too. If you hand somebody a gun and they shoot somebody, you get charged with a crime here in America. We are fighting. We're just trying to claim that we aren't. And I think Biden's continued embrace of Ukraine, both highly suspicious and highly troubling for what it means going forward in the U.S. I think this is going to get messy, and I think it's going to get messy even more so very soon. Another week of rough weather out there affecting many parts of our country. Plenty of disruptions out there. This time of year, you need more than just flashlights, batteries, candles in your home when you're locked in and the power goes down. Regardless of where you live, and based on the way we've spent the past year or so, do you have the same confidence that whatever you need is always going to be at the grocery store? I mean, there are a lot of people out there still can't find baby formula. We ran out of toilet paper a couple of years ago. There are lots of products that are not stocked on our shelves like they should be. Anybody who went into a grocery store during COVID remembers that feeling, that sick feeling in your stomach where you looked around and virtually everything was stripped clean on the grocery shelves. Maybe that'll happen again. I hope it doesn't. But if it does, wouldn't you like to have security inside of your own home? That's why we have three-month emergency supply at uh, Food Kits here in the Travis household with MyPatriotSupply.com. Three-month emergency food kit, $200 worth of survival gear comes with that as a free bonus. I've signed up for my wife and my three kids. Why wouldn't you do the same? Your $200 bonus gift will come free with each three-month emergency food kit you order Go check this out and sign up today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Free shipping, $200 bonus gift with each three-month emergency food kit. MyPatriotSupply.com. Again, go to the website, sign up like I did today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Sanity in an insane world. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show.
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. News out there surrounding the release of the January 6th footage from inside of the Capitol. 
uh, that is going to be provided to Tucker Carlson. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is doing it. Julie Kelly, senior writer at American Greatness, author of January 6th, How Democrats Use the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. Julie, for people out there who may not have heard this news, what exactly is going on, and do you like the decision as it pertains to all of this so far unreleased camera footage of January 6th? Um, I'm very excited to see the news. Um, Clay, as you know, I've been covering this since May of 2021. It was my first column asking for the release of this 14,000 hours of surveillance video captured by Capitol security cameras on January 6th. Um, it has been designated highly sensitive government material under very strict protective orders in every January 6th case. Um, but this was a promise made by lawmakers, including Marjorie Taylor Greene and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, said last month he supported the public release of all this video and uh, it looks like he's at least partially come through on that promise and turned over not 14,000 hours, but 41,000 hours uh, over to Tucker's team. And uh, his producers and researchers are already going through it. Do we know how much of the footage has actually been publicly released before? The 41,000 hours is just a voluminous amount. But do we know what has been in sort of the public purview to this point? Uh, very little. So um, the 41,000 hours is the entire 24-hour um, roll of footage in every... Now, this covers not just the Capitol building inside, but also Capitol grounds, other House and Senate buildings. This is their entire closed-circuit TV system. So that's why it's this huge amount of video. I think it's like five years or something worth of video. So a lot of it won't be relevant to what happened inside and outside the Capitol. Um, but, you know, this is important because very little has been shown. Um, because it's under these tight protective orders as of March of 2021, um, you know, just tiny 30, 45 second clips are introduced into evidence in January 6th cases. The House Impeachment Committee had access to very short clips. Uh, the January 6th committee showed very brief clips, including famously Senator Josh Howley allegedly running through the halls when the breach occurred. So these are cherry-picked clips produced by this Department of Justice, House Democrats. Um, and this is why they do not want this surveillance video released. But I feel very confident in Tucker's team. You know, he's been covering this since the very beginning as well, produced Patriot Purge, the three-part documentary about the new war on terror against the right, using January 6th as the pretext for it. Um, so I am fully confident that he is going to come up with some explosive series of clips with context and get this out to his audience uh, using maximum impact. No doubt that Tucker and his staff are super uh, competent and very skilled at, at, uh, at, at narrative discussion, narrative shaping, uh, and helping to understand the complexity of many different stories. Having said that, 41,000 hours. I don't know how big Tucker's staff is, but you can well imagine, I mean, how long it would take to simply have an individual review this is almost uh, uh, overwhelming to even contemplate. Do we know how big the staff is going to be that will have access to all this footage? And 
how difficult do you expect that it will be to try to put some sort of narrative cohesion into this larger, basically, video dump? Well, I mean, it is a massive project. Um, I believe that his producers and researchers know pretty much what to look for. Because, look, the idea that this could just be uploaded to a public platform, you see people on the right who are very agitated, saying Kevin McCarthy broke his promise for a public release, fine. I'm less concerned about that than putting it in the capable hands of people who know where to look, who understand the timeline, who know inside and outside the Capitol needs to be exposed what has been concealed. For example, it's my understanding that the security cameras outside the Columbus door within the rotunda and in the speaker's lobby were not on that day. It's always convenient how that happens, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? That in itself is a huge scandal. Now, you can get 100 different people on Twitter splicing that together, but one powerful voice like Tucker, since he has been covering this from the beginning, he understands what's at stake, not just for public accountability and transparency, but for the defendant, because they have bet this, a lot of this has been withheld from them. In yes. discovery, in the discovery process. So there's a lot at stake. So I, I understand people are disgruntled that it should be on some public platform. By the same token, if you don't know the story inside and out from the beginning, it'll, it would be useless to just have it up there and have it just sort of disparate, you know, clips and, and, and posts all over the place without this maximum impact that I think will come from Tucker. Uh, Julie, what's the latest? I mean, the, the most recent uh, report I saw was that there potentially could be a thousand more people being charged with crimes before all is said and done. We're now sitting over two years after January 6th. I mean, it feels like we're going to go through a whole presidential election cycle before this all gets resolved. What's the latest from your perspective you think people should know? Yeah, we absolutely are. So we're closing in on a thousand defendants so far. They're arresting people every week. Matthew Graves, who is the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Biden campaign advisor and appointee, told the Washington Post a few months ago that he believed that the total caseload would reach 2,000 total defendants. They're actually starting to worry that the statute of limitations on these low-level misdemeanors will run out before they have a chance to prosecute. That's some small measure of, uh, of of positivity there, right? I mean, that this is so crazy that statute of limitations might be able to run out. I mean, it's preposterous that this DOJ at the same time is fixating on this four-hour disturbance over two years ago, while other serious crimes, especially related to the 2020 riots, not only are being completely memory-hold, but dropped by the same DOJ. So that's why public transparency and accountability is so important. That's why I I applaud Kevin McCarthy for giving these tapes over to Tucker's team. I'm confident in what's coming out. But also what's coming out in these trials are the uh, body cam footage uh, recordings from D.C. Metro Police. And I'll tell you, those tapes are as explosive as anything that I've seen from surveillance video because it shows police misconduct on a broad scale on January 6th, provoking the crowd, attacking innocent Americans, doing nothing more than standing outside public property, uh, exercising their First Amendment rights. And what these D.C. police officers did is really egregious. That demands as much public exposure as the surveillance video from January 6th. 
So um, another question for you. And we're talking to Julie Kelly, who's done fabulous work on all this January 6th balderdash. And that is a fun word to use. I don't think I've used it a lot on the show. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen with uh, Trump? I, I was in the camp, and you know this because I've talked about it on the show for a long time, that Merrick Garland was clearly going to, tr- to charge him um, with something. I now believe because of the Biden missteps as it pertains to classified documents that were less likely. I, I don't think that Trump is going to get charged over these things. What do you think? I never thought he would be charged on classified documents. Um, their case was always sketchy from the beginning. It was just a ruse to um, seek this search warrant to raid Mar-a-Lago in August. You know, they took 13,000 pieces of evidence, only about 100 allegedly are classified documents, and that you have to take DOJ's word for, which I don't. Um, So I never thought any indictment would be on classified documents. I still believe, and you and I have talked about this for months, I believe wholeheartedly that now Special Counsel Jack Smith will indict him on crimes related to January 6th. And if the Proud Boys, members of the Proud Boys, five of them are now on trial in D.C. for seditious conspiracy. The government is making Donald Trump a central piece of their case. If any of them are convicted of seditious conspiracy, this will build legal momentum to bring the same sort of indictment against Donald Trump for January 6th. What do you think the time frame on that would be, Julie? I mean, if this Proud Boys trial will probably continue through March, so let's say end of March, there's convictions. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, summertime at the latest, Jack Smith, the imaginary Jack Smith, has yeah. been uh, working for the past few months. Well, because it is uh, interesting, but- right? The, con- the the timing on this, based on DOJ precedent, we've got uh, Iowa in early January, the primary caucus, whatever you want to call it. Um I would think that if they're going to do anything to Trump, they would have to do something by August, probably, right? Because then it gets so close to the primary season that you're directly waiting in politically, even if they're not. I, I think you and I both agree that's what they're doing regardless. But I think it would be harder to bring charges against him once we get to August or so. I agree with you. And I know we had this discussion last year about bringing charges before the 2022 midterms. That's right. But that's when they came up with the classified documents thing, which I think was all, you know, a pivot and a diversion and a reason to raid Mar-a-Lago looking for other evidence. I still think some of what they collected, they're going to use as evidence for a case in uh, for January 6th against Trump. But yes, it would have to be before late summer uh, at the earliest, at the latest. Julie, I've I've donated money because I think all these January 6th defendants deserve uh, the best legal representation they can get. For people out there who are interested in doing the same, what would you tell them? Um, I would say, you know, Patriot Freedom Project, where you donated or not, it's not just helping with legal funds, but also supporting these families. I know a lot of these families independently have Give, Send, Go accounts, which I also would direct people to. If you go to Give, Send, Go and look up January 6th defendants, you'll be able to find them. Um, That's a great way to help these families whose lives are being destroyed. They're being bankrupted, losing their businesses, their source of income, uh, even for low-level trespassing charges. It's really tragic. So I appreciate your support, not just on the show, but financially, of course, as well. Julie, you're doing uh, incredible work here. We're going to keep having you on as frequently as we can. Uh, How can people follow you individually to keep tabs on all this? 
Well, thank you so much for covering my work. It's so important to help get the message out. So all my work is at American Greatness, amgreatness.com, and I post a lot very frequently on Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly, too. Fantastic work. She's Julie Kelly. She is helping to make sure that we do not forget about all these January 6th political prosecutions. We'll talk to you again soon, Julie. Thanks, Clay. Have a great week. Same to you. Uh, new training tool being used by gun owners to keep their skills sharp. It's called the Mantis X. As many know, getting to the gun range has become expensive, especially with the cost of ammo going up. Mantis X lets you train from home and work on your aim, employing all electronic, no ammo method. Mantis X connects to your weapon like a weapon light would. That then connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth. When you're training with the Mantis X, you're getting real-time data feedback along with suggested drills. Buck uses this device all the time. I bet he's eager to get back to it after his honeymoon in the South Pacific. Here's how good Mantis X is. 94% of all users improve their scores within the first 20 minutes, and it only gets better from there. Product now being used by the U.S. military and special forces. Military-grade technology at an affordable price. Mantis X is the must-have for every gun owner out there. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show President's Day edition of the program Appreciate all of you hanging out with us We roll through Buck Sexton will be back tomorrow um, And will be uh, returning from his honeymoon He is back stateside And has been uh, texting me So look forward to him being back in uh, After having celebrated the honeymoon we got a lot of different stories that we're chasing. want to update you on the poll question, which has now been retweeted by Clay and Buck. You can go vote in it yourself on Twitter. And again, I would just reemphasize that Twitter has been far more welcoming since Elon Musk purchased it to people being able to make whatever arguments they would like to make on that site. Uh, and over 10,000 of you have voted in the first uh, 30 minutes that this poll question has been up. What would you rather American politicians have spent $100 billion on? Securing our southern border or providing $100 billion for Ukraine to defend their border? Remember, this is your tax dollars. 94% of you are saying you would rather $100 billion have been spent to protect the U.S. border as opposed to $100 billion for Ukraine. Um, and... Uh, I think that the vast majority of Republicans would be well served, as you heard in the first hour, to be making the argument that at a time when there are many domestic issues that need to be resolved on President's Day itself, Joe Biden has decided to leave the country, go to uh, Europe and celebrate with Vladimir Zelensky the fact that we have given him um, $100 billion and that we're going to continue to commit billions and billions more now we've been following a story that i think is uh that i think is interesting uh as it pertains to don lemon our good buddy at cnn don lemon was not at work today because uh well he remains on vacation i believe he is still down in miami ever since he said that nikki haley was past her prime and that women in their 20s 30s and 40s were actually more uh, in their prime then from a political perspective. 
He's been uh, backpedaling. He's been apologizing. And there's now some discussion that he may lose his job over this. I'll discuss that in a moment. But I wanted to play for you CNN addressing the fact that Don Lemon was not going to be on the air earlier this morning. This is what it sounded like. This is CNN Breaking News. Good morning, everyone. We do begin with breaking news this morning. President Biden makes a surprise visit to Ukraine. I'm Poppy Harlow in New York here with Sarah Seidner. Caitlin Collins is live in Warsaw, Poland, where the president will be shortly. Don has the day off. Don has the day off. Boom, right off the top. Interesting the way that they managed to handle that. Now, I don't believe in cancel culture. And I understand some of you out there uh, are of the opinion that uh, that that cancel culture should be evenly applied to uh, Democrats just like it is applied to Republicans. I understand that argument. I think there's a great debate on it. I actually believe Republicans should be the party that is opposed to cancel culture. And if you need a succinct definition of cancel culture, cancel culture is the difference between saying, I disagree with you because, and just laying out an argument of why you disagree with something that someone else said, and I disagree with you, and you no longer have the right to be employed, you no longer have the right to be able to make a living, you no longer have the right to have this particular job, right? Cancel culture is about silencing debate, whereas debate itself, the marketplace of ideas, is about being robust and uninhibited. I bring that up Because there is some suggestion that Don Lemon might end up losing his job. And I don't want people to lose their jobs. I defended Whoopi Goldberg when she made all of her continuing ridiculous statements. I certainly don't want my good friend Joy Behar, a.k.a. the dumbest person who talks in media every single day, to lose her job because of the wealth of material she provides us on this program to ridicule and lampoon her with on a daily basis. But I do think it's worth contemplating as Don Lemon remains under siege at CNN, as CNN continues to hit absolute decade low in viewerships, lowest number of viewers for CNN going back, and and I believe morning show history almost for them, and the lowest overall ratings in nine years for CNN since before Donald Trump ever got involved in politics. They clearly have no idea what to do, and they are floundering. But I wanted to play this clip, because Don Lemon ended up being one of the leaders of the anti-Trump brigade, and he went full-on woke, and his show turned into left-wing advocacy during the Trump administration, and the amount of cheerleading that he did for the Biden administration was embarrassing before he lost his job. But I don't know how many of you have heard Don Lemon from back in 2013. This is July of 2013. Don Lemon on his CNN program during the Barack Obama administration, uh, the second of the Barack Obama administrations. Just listen how different conversation was. Here is Don Lemon saying what needs to happen in the black community in order for things to get better. Listen. Here's number five. Pull up your pants. Walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. Number four now is the N-word. 
By promoting the use of that word when it's not germane to the conversation, have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating the stereotype the master intended? Now, number three, respect where you live. Start small by not dropping trash, littering in your own communities. Number two, finish school. You want to break the cycle of poverty? Stop telling kids they're acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. And number one, and probably the most important, just because you can have a baby, it doesn't mean you should. Okay, that was Don Lemon on CNN in 2013. How many of you listening to me right now, your jaw has dropped and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I agree with everything Don Lemon just said. How does that happen? How do we go from what I just played for you from Don Lemon primetime on CNN making an argument about personal responsibility in the black community in particular there, but remember, personal responsibility, I believe, is the key to life success, period, the moment that you recognize that you yourself are responsible for all of your life choices and no one else out there is and that you are not a victim, certainly not a victim of things that happened long before you were born, that your own individual agency will determine whether you succeed or fail. You are the vessel of your life's voyage. As soon as you ex- accept that, and recognize it, the amount of success that you are capable of is extraordinary, whether you're white, black, Asian, or Hispanic. I've said on this program, and I'm going to keep hammering it, do three things, and you're guaranteed not to be poor in America today. Graduate from high school, get married, don't have a kid until you're 25 years old. Now, some of you out there are going to have success despite the fact that you might might not do those three things, right? Maybe you didn't graduate from high school and you've gone on to be tremendously successful in your life. Good for you. Maybe you got married when you were 16 years old and you had four kids before you were 25 and you've been really successful. Good for you. Maybe you never got married at all and you've been super successful. All those things are great. But we can guarantee beyond a shadow of a doubt In America today, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, no matter how poor you were born, no matter what life circumstances you began with, graduate from high school, get married, don't have a kid until you are 25 years old, obviously get a job, factors in there too, you will have a poverty rate of zero in America. What has happened in America, in our media discourse, that what I just played from Don Lemon, about nine and a half years ago, that aired on CNN. If he shared those exact same opinions today on CNN, he would get fired. Think about that. What has occurred in the last nine and a half or ten years such that we can go from the same broadcaster who is currently under fire for what he said about Nikki Haley that he could have come on and given five pieces of advice to black Americans that would also apply to white, Hispanic, and Asian Americans, by the way, that would lead to a better, more successful life. Yet if he said that same exact thing on the air today on CNN, 
he'd be under more fire than he is for saying that Nikki Haley was Pastor Prime. And he might not be able to keep his job. What's happened? How has our culture evolved so quickly and so perniciously as a part of this woke virus that we are currently in the middle of that you can't even recognize a clip that would have aired on CNN a few years ago. What's going on here? Now, I would submit to you, and I'm spending a lot of time thinking about this, that this is a function of social media to a large extent, that we have wildly overreacted to CNN. But I want to open up to social media, but I want to open up your phone, uh, the phone lines here and let you all react because I'm actually curious what you would say. I just played that clip of Don Lemon nine and a half years ago. That was mainstream CNN. Nobody even blinked when it aired. Yet, I think most of you out there right now agree with me that if Don Lemon said all of those things, which are indisputably true today, as they were in 2013, that he probably would get fired. Why? Why is that occurring? 800-282-2882. By the way, we're scheduled to be joined by Julie Kelly at 1.30 Eastern here, coming up in just a bit, uh, in about 15 minutes. She is, of course, uh, one of the foremost uh, purveyors and uh, and chroniclers of what has gone on with the January 6th political prisoners. And she is going to discuss with us Tucker Carlson having obtained all of the hours of footage that has so far not been released. What should we expect to see from that? Uh, all of that will still come your way. But I'm curious, want to let you guys react to what I just played from you of Don Lemon and how much of an evolution we have seen in media. How do we get here? How do we get to this spot right now where the woke cancel culture power has grown to such an extent that Don Lemon couldn't even say what he said on CNN nine and a half years ago? Going gets tough. Don't assume big business will have your back. We all know big business, especially big wireless business, is more apt to lock you down into multi-year contracts with huge penalties than they are to help you out. Pure Talk's different. This is the no-contract wireless company, the only wireless company to offer 100% money-back guarantee. Pure Talk, in fact, is so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service. If you don't, they'll give you your money back. So instead of giving a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile every month, you can cut your bill in half with Pure Talk. U.S.-based customer service team can make your switch in as few as 10 minutes. You can keep your same phone and your same phone number and They have a money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Here's how you do it. Just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless restrictions apply. See site for details. Truth seeking. Reality telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We didn't talk a lot, hardly at all, I think, about the Michigan State shooting that happened. Um, And as usual, try not to name any mass shooters on this program unless they're out and people are trying to capture them and we're trying to help with that. Because by and large, one of the top storylines is mass shooters do it for attention but i do think this is very important and worth hitting and one of our writers at outkick bobby barack has this story up right now the reason why the michigan state shooter was able to kill three people and i believe wound five uh, on that campus was because the prosecutor in that county where Michigan State is located, Carol Seaman, uh, and it might be Simon, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, S-I-E-M-O-N, made it her official policy to drop mandatory prison sentences for felony firearm charges. And this is according to the Washington Free Beacon reporting. Um, she said that because of race equity, she was not going to prosecute these felonies the same way that she should have. This guy was facing up to five years in prison. She said it was important for to input in place 
dramatic changes due to racial inequity. And this shooter was charged, the guy who killed all these people at Michigan State, was charged in June of 2019 with illegally carrying a concealed handgun without a permit. The charges were dismissed. Instead of facing up to five years in prison for the felony charge, which would have still had him in prison, he was given one-year probation. So, again, this is a George Soros prosecutor. And what I just want to point out again and again and again is just about every single person who is charged with a high-level felony offense in this country today has previously had issues with police and been charged with crimes that were not prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Oftentimes that's because there's a concern that there is some sort of racial bias in fully implementing our criminal justice system because many of the charged and convicted are black. But for everybody out there who screams gun control or tries to turn a mass shooting into a political-related issue as it pertains to guns being legal in this country, almost every single time, if the law had been adequately implemented and if the shooters had faced the full measure of justice, they would have never been out on the streets to actually do any harm to anyone at all. I just think that is so incredibly important to put out into the universe. Soft on crime policies are a luxury of low crime environments. We are certainly not in a low crime environment. It's way past time to ensure that prosecutors prosecute criminals to the full extent of the law. Looking for new ways to save money right now? How about an easy one? It's in the palm of your hand. You can switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. Save 50 or $60 a month or more. Pure Talk, no contract wireless company, only wireless company to offer 100% money back guarantee. That's right. They're so sure you're going to love ultra-fast 5G service. If you don't, they'll give you your money back. So instead of continuing to pay a small fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, every month you can cut your bill in half with Pure Talk. Their customer service team, U.S.-based, Super helpful. We'll take you through the switch, which takes as little as 10 minutes. You can just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless restrictions apply. Apply Seasite for details. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Stay with 710 WOR for the Sean Hannity Show coming up at 3. The Voice of New York. 710 WOR. At 58 degrees, 2.30, good afternoon. I'm Jeff McKinney. The most serious charge filed against Alec Baldwin in the New Mexico movie set shooting has now been dropped. He now faces a potential 18 months instead of five years. President Biden slipping into Ukraine, standing side by side with Zelensky to pledge continued support. A powerful 6.4 magnitude aftershock rocking Turkey today, where earthquake deaths have topped 40,000. The news is brought to you by The Truth with Lisa Booth podcast. Trains derailed, flying objects shot down, power outages on Capitol Hill. What's going on in America? 
Mike Pompeo joins Lisa on The Truth with Lisa Booth to discuss the threats that we face. Listen to The Truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This afternoon, partly cloudy, 60. Tonight, down to 40. Next news at 3 o'clock. Breaking news at once. Start your day with Len Berman and Michael Riedel in the morning, 6 to 10 tomorrow. 710 WOR. I'm Jeff McKinney, 58 degrees, 231. Sean Hannity here. So the IRS, they're back up and running, and they're sending millions of notices to people they believe have not paid their fair share. Now, this administration needs money to pay for their disastrous agenda. So if you owe back taxes or have unfiled returns and haven't received a notice, don't assume. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.